Hey, 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 it's MMA and Beyond. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Ray Longo, Creed. Creed I'm coming from. Creed, from oh, you're the coming movie from theaters, Creed. Wow. Seeing Creed, Rocky Balboa. He's you got gotta, the formula, you man. You're love, right. You got to love sliced alone, man. He knows how to put asses in those seats, man. I was skeptical because I saw it was about two hours long. Ah, man, that's that sounds about well, thirty think, minutes too long, but it was not. Yeah, and did I did not disappoint. And I didn't see it, but you know, just bring him back, like Bridget Nelson, Brigitte, whatever her name is, and uh, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph, yeah, it was pretty cool. And that, I mean, think of this guy. And I, I wonder when he was writing like Rocky One, if in his head he said, if this thing goes good, we could do X, Y, and Z, and he already foresaw. Where this thing was going, you know, he he's big in in character development. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if that's how he was just as a writer and 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 he wrote it in that way in Rocky One, but I I did no, Rocky notice One the character development was was he, unbelievable. He builds it outwards and outwards and adds details and elements to a story, and even in the second Creed, the first Creed I was skeptical ended up being a good movie. The second yeah. one. Also skeptical, but the way he builds out these characters and stories, he, he emotionally draws you in. Uh, uh, so there's my movie and, critique. And, and, and power to him, and for everybody listening, Mindset Matters, this is a guy they wanted nothing to do with, with this picture. They wanted to buy him out. He wasn't having it, and uh, you know, look where he is now. And became synonymous, not just for these Rocky movies, but became his characters, Rambo. Yeah. These are synonymous, but Rambo was for uh, kids like me. Yeah. Who, no, his, who middle name is, his middle name is Sequel. Yeah. I think that's his <laughs> yeah, middle name. Chris the producer. <laughs> think Everybody be. thinks you're Chris the producer, like I'm making this up, like you're... He, Chris, the producer from from Matt Show, unbelievable, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, no, he, yeah. he is not. He was, but yeah, but this he is, guy, this guy knows how to make a sequel. He's good. He's good. And, and, and I, I wonder if, if in any of his biopics or stories about him, if he has any stories that that fell through. Like any any stories that that's a good one, yeah. that were swings and misses that yeah, might yeah, be yeah. revisited that yeah. that you know I I know that those are are things that happen sometimes. I remember reading um a, about uh, a movie that I, now of course this is the worst because I can't remember exactly what movie it was, but it was something that someone wrote thirty something years ago that nobody really liked and yeah. he kind of shelved it and his other stuff became popular and he said oh you know I do have this old story. Yeah. Ended up being a, a blockbuster. No, as there's well. a lot of those out that people have been trying to get like funding for eight years, and um, it's the funding. The funding is the whole key. <laughs> the, at funding, this point. the funding the, is the key that I have learned about in this in this well, industry. Yeah. Everyone makes promises. I was offered, I, I can say, I, I was offered a role to play a. Uh, a bartender, Ray Longo. A bartender. You look like a bartender. Well, I, I, well, bartender. I could be the, Look, the, the know guy who offers advice exactly. and that kind oh, of stuff. I'd be that yeah. kind of wise bartender. Oh, I like that. And yeah. that's what the guy offers. He said, listen, yeah. I want you to be, you know how they talk. Yeah. I want you to be Steve Maraboli, but behind the bar. Yeah. And just, you know, and he said, I got a couple of scenes, right? So I'm that waiting. Now, and, and I'm oh, thinking, oh, wow, yeah. this is incredible. And he says, we have, we have, um, Who's the girl she played the daughter in Big Love? Blonde, pretty, probably like 30-ish. Um, her, the daughter from Big Love. She was in the, the um, Mamma Mia, that girl. So they said she's in this, in, uh, Amanda Seyfried. We've got her in this, and she's going to walk in the bar. You're going to have a couple of scenes with her. And you're gonna say something wise, and and you know, with the old towel over your shoulder. So me, I'm super excited. I'm yeah, being awesome. Sounds this, good. Right? I like I'm it. Fantastic. Says yeah. So, I'm I'm always I'm 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 finally getting hit with why I'm being offered this, Ray. So yeah, so just right now, all we need is really just the funding yeah. for this. <laughs> so if you could tell some of your connections and friends yeah, wow. that. 
maybe Ouch. looking to invest in a movie. Uh, and I was like, oh, oh man. man, here I was, thought I was going to make it, yeah. Chris, the producer. I thought it was going to make break. it. It could have been my break, the wise you bartender. You couldn't have got some of those guys <laughs> to put some money together. No, they're your friends because you don't ask them that exactly. stuff. Exactly. <laughs> That's why you, oh. they remain your friends. You know. You know how that goes. But, yeah, the funding's everything. But, really, Creed... Uh, it's it's a rare a rare time that I go into a movie theater and especially in the middle of a day. Did it today, Creed. Thumbs up from me for sure. And I I saw Rinston family because I I got vetoed by my family. <laughs> I said, can hey kids, why don't you just watch the trailer to Creed? Tell me what you think. Yeah, we're going instant family, whether you like it or not. That's that's kind of what I got. So <laughs> instant family it was and. I don't know what's happened to me, but was I must it a have tearjerker. I must have cried about sixteen times during the movie. I was <laughs> what's trying to, you know, I got to be sitting there with my kids. They're in their twenties, and I think that's weird to begin with. That they're in their twenties and they're sitting in the movie theater with me and my wife. But uh, <laughs> it's a story for another a day. But to you know, your family. For thank sure. God I had a, a napkin from uh, Starbucks in my pocket, so it's safe. <laughs> I really don't know what's going on. I even though it was supposed to be a comedy. It was supposed to be a comedy. What am I crying for? <laughs> just crying. Holy shit! It's it's those moments. If you're it, it's that it's that season. So if you start watching uh, Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase and you find yourself crying more than laughing, then uh, yeah, something's no, happening. I, I wouldn't cry in that movie. <laughs> this this was definitely at least the theme was about fostering kids, which I think is kind of sad in itself. But I'm, there's so many nice people out there that take in kids. Um, I'm not one of them, but you know they're all they are out there and whatever. But uh, you got to give it up to them. But I don't know. Maybe that's why I was crying because I couldn't empathize with uh, what was going on in the movie. I thought there was something wrong with myself. Chris, to help me out. It, it why might, the hell was I crying? You're, you. you're a behavioral psychologist. What well, yeah, the hell was I crying as it for? it starts to transition, Wait, you is, start is that your advice that I, I might be crying during family vacation? <laughs> if you do, then you then, then something definitely transitions. Uh, yeah, something's wrong with me. There's also something. I didn't even cry when Pesci shot stacks in the back of the head and they left him for dead on his bed. There's also that something didn't make we said about your Starbucks napkin in your pocket. Oh, man, <laughs> That's thank what, God. Just the thank fact that you had it, that you were equipped with it. That napkin saved me. Because I kept making like I was blowing my nose, but I was really crying. And, <laughs> crying through man, it. I, just, I tell you, I don't know why my, man, there's allergies. My eyes are rich and... Allergies in the theater during all, these tender all, moments. You know? Awfully dusty in here. <laughs> you know? And thank God for those lounge chairs now. Oh, you pressed the button. Yeah, pressed the button. And then and that's it. Then I made like I was sleeping while I was crying one time. Chris, the producer. He's on his side. He's in yeah. fetal was, position on the side. I said, what kind of comedy is this? Horrible. <laughs> the, 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 the women you're with are all laughing. You're oh, the one yeah. crying in the fetal position. No, I think I, unfortunately, I think the whole family was crying. <laughs> Not sure. I couldn't make eye contact with anybody because then they'd see me. So I had to keep looking like uh, straight ahead. I couldn't take my eyes off the movie theater. But I think out of the corner of my eye, my wife was bawling like a baby. Uh. So yeah, know. really funny movie. Everybody <laughs> should uh, go see. Go it. Check out those yeah. movies and who, who's what's the name of the actor who plays um, uh, Creed's son, Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Our sponsor, Onit.com. If you're helping him in any way with any supplements that he's getting, yeah. count me in for those. Onit, of course, a sponsor of our show, and uh, I know I use the the total strength and performance. Absolutely love it. Uh, and definitely, if you guys are checking out, uh, especially this time of year where people start making their resolutions and, and, and some are actually going to stick to it and, and hit those gyms, if you're going to supplement, a, this is a, uh, as Joe Rogan says, this is blind, double blind, triple blind studies, most of this stuff. Uh, they are a health and fitness juggernaut. Make sure you use our promo code MMA Beyond. Get 10% off on top of whatever other sales they're usually having. Extra 10% doesn't hurt. If you're on their website, onit.com, you could also just go to onit.com slash MMA beyond. We got some fights coming up. Was it nice to have a little break at least, Ray? Uh, it was nice, I guess. I don't know. A t- a team I, I, I need the action, I think, at this point. Do you, I, I, f- I find myself now scheduling things that will keep me uh, disciplined. Right. D- d- does, that, does having those fights on the horizon help you stay 
uh, keep your mindset focused? Uh, when it's the right amount of fights, when it, you get bombarded. It's, well, you had uh, one where you, you had yeah, three different. Because I, you right. know, one thing like I do great when I'm here working out. I have, I think I have that down perfect right now. I could always, I always jump right back in even when I screw up. But when they're going back to back, because I still haven't really figured out, or it just not that I haven't figured it out, but I just can't work out on the road the way I am. Working out here, and that just—if you figure that yeah, out, teach me. I know? know it's just—I—I I am so conditioned to think that you know, once that suitcase is packed, you just go berserk, I'm, like it's carte blanche to go crazy. And I'm always packing good stuff, and then I just end up bag of it. chips on the plane. Yeah. We'll start there. Yeah, yeah, bag of yeah. <laughs> Damn how many times? How many times do you turn down that free bag of pretzels and chips? She just can't. Yeah, it's hard. They're so kind and it's courteous. Like a, yeah, they, they're looking at you like you're uh, something's wrong with you if you don't take them. And it's horrible. <laughs> I don't want to be rude. They guilt you into they're taking They're working 30,000 feet in the sky. You can't be rude, Chris, the producer. Yeah, you can't be rude. You can't be rude. I personally like a good bag of peanut m You also like a hat oh, with man. a ball on top Which of it. Which we now sell. Nobody, yeah. listen to me. Look at me when I tell you this. Nobody's going to buy that hat. I did see that you guys put up a hat, you and Steph, <laughs> wow. instantly. So he's wearing this ridiculous hat last week. You went off to the bathroom, oh, yeah. so I no, no, we, roasted we, him for it. Oh, yeah. And then with the him and Steph, with the pom pom, yeah, yeah. him and Steph come up with an idea. They, they design a hat and put it up online. I'm going to tell you right now. Nobody wants that hat. I think Manimal might buy it. <laughs> Manimal might. So I, I had a, a guy, I, a kid I used to teach. He was. He started texting me. He loved the uh, pom pom thing. He, but his take was, he didn't know who Chris was, but he he thought you were hard on him. Like, oh. you know, like it was once I told him that's your son. He was like, you got to be kidding me. So I guess this is the way we roll around yeah, we, here. We roll deep in here. This is how we go. But yeah, that that. Uh, I think it's a swing. I think I might Imagine buy one. it sells out. That's it. That would be it. But I'd buy all. I'd of them. wear one. I'd wear one if it's old. If it's old that way. Uh, you got Ray Janelle. How's he looking? How's he feeling? Man, Ray Janelle, very <laughs> focused, dialed in. Just left him. We had, uh, you know, like again, worked right through Thanksgiving. We didn't miss a day. I'm, I'm really uh, happy with the progress. He's ready to go now. You know, so now it's just keeping him healthy and. Keeping the timing on point, and he's he's uh, it's gonna be that's gonna be a good fight. Oh uh, yeah, that's gonna be a really good well, tough both, fight. Both fighters fight. exponentially better. They've both yes. grown. They both mindsets gonna matter tremendously yeah. in this fight. So it's that's gonna be a, an entertaining fight because Val's really dialed in on this fight, and I think Kevin Lee's, you know, he's fought some big people. He fought for the title, so I think he you know believes he's got to be there, and that's gonna it's that's a great fight, man. Really looking forward to that. Yeah, fight. it should be a lot of fun. Speaking of uh, great fights, a lot of fun. Did you happen to catch last night's uh, Tito Ortiz knockout of the Iceman, Chuck Liddell? Uh, I I didn't order it, but somebody sent me the uh the it didn't last long. I was like, oh, it was the first round. I yeah, a few so, minutes into the first round, so I saw. A, probably a minute of the fight, but horrible. Absolutely. That's what's running through my head. Like It seemed he, to be the consensus. Yeah, I mean, here's a guy that beat the crap out of Tito twice. You couldn't just walk away. You got to let, you know, you got to fight this guy and go out like that. Now, I just, I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. it you is know, that and, the, the, that what happened? So we, we, we just meant, we're talking about Rage and Ally Quinta, who, yeah. who we, we forget that, that, Visionaries are the name we give to successful people who didn't listen yeah. when we called them delusional. Yeah. And when Al Hayaquint the first said, "Oh, I'm going to do real estate and I'm going to do this," oh, this guy's crazy. Oh, this guy's ridiculous. Oh, he's not taking it seriously. And now, guess who looks like a visionary? Yeah. Al Hayaquinta. Oh, because you have dudes like, unfortunately, Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz, who, who perhaps didn't didn't position uh, earlier in different in different. Yeah, I'd like to see. Uh... You know, Chuck is the face of the UFC, kind of. You know what I mean? So they should really jump in and get this guy the help he needs. I don't know if he's got any other problems financially or with anything else. But, man, it's just to go out like that, I, I don't know. Like for all the guys that – Anyone who cared about you couldn't be happy about <laughs> yeah. about you going out like this. They no. just they, they couldn't be happy about it, especially you know, for it, everything it. that he's given to the sport. I mean, everything that's – Everything that everyone feels he's missing from his current day physique yeah. um, is what he gave to the sport. Yeah. And so, so uh, yeah, 
I, I don't love it. I, of course, I applaud athletes who, who go beyond their prime and, and, and put in the work to train to get there. I'm always going to applaud that, but... But I, I, you know what it is? I think it, there's so many other things he could have so did. Like, many. you know, become a CrossFit champion. You know, with anything. Just something that's not going to tax your body like this. Or, I mean, the guy's 48 years old. He's almost 50. I mean, I don't even know if that's why anybody's even letting this fight and go on. And to get hit and, and, and to be hit in a way um, that that maybe years ago you wouldn't have even flinched at in this kind of well, knocks you cold. And the difference is like a guy like Bernard Hopkins, that guy always stayed in shape. He was always active. This guy, you know, he got knocked out a bunch of times well, yeah. and then he's out and then Bernard Hopkins stayed in shape Bernard, and elusive. And he yeah, exactly. I'm gonna say when you when you're hitting this stage, defense is the number one priority. That's why you get a guy like Hopkins who could survive. I mean, he's really tricky, knows how to work people even to the point where uh you know he's schooling those young guys you know he's doing shit and eventually those tricks wear out but man they stayed with him for a while and look at tito ortiz going crazy this guy's so self-absorbed with himself like he thinks he just won the fucking grand prix like i would think he would feel bad about that you know that's crazy it, it it's a I think that as you read through the 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 tweets and the messages and the the constant co the comments, especially from other professionals, you'd see the word sad. Yeah. Sad more than any. Yeah, this is yeah. not not uh, this it, is hard to look at. Yeah, I mean, and it just face down. I mean, that's yeah. yeah so it it. it as, and hopefully it does for them. I mean, again, we're we're not in their bank. We're not in their mind. Hopefully the 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 couple hundred grand that they picked up for doing that, if that is what they get, right? Yeah, uh, I mean that's what they that, said. That's what they said they were getting. But again, if you're in financial distress, two hundred grand for a guy like Chuck is a, is a is a freaking band aid at, at best. How is that helping him out of anything? That guy had to be worth fifteen million, twenty million at one point. Oh, and and, and delivering so much more, even uh, be having a a face of UFC at that time. Uh, I remember how big it was. It, what what's up on the screen now? How many tickets so they had left? This was as of three days before the fight. How many tickets were left? Wow! And, yeah. and the whole top portion was closed off. Wow! How, well, how big was the arena? Do you, do we know? Uh, let's check but that. I think that I read that they had, and they were very smart about this. And Ray, we've talked about yeah. this where they said there were seven thousand people in attendance. That's not right. how many tickets sold. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> That's how many people were in attendance. Yeah. And so uh, we've experienced yeah, that and, firsthand, and, and and how how those numbers right. capacity what? is seventeen thousand, right? Also, so they so, were at, they were at ten at uh, ten thousand less than they didn't sell no yeah, ten thousand so, tickets nah, for that. Nah. Yeah, no. Nah. Wow, that's um, again, and and, and let it be a, another avenue. So I think that I think that if we see another Golden Boy sh MMA show, they will have made some money. Um, and if we don't oh, ever yeah. see one again, <laughs> we'll know yeah. that we'll know that it that it that it bombed, and and that will be. Uh, Was there any good prelims on that card by any chance? Um, not that I, saw. I think one of the running jokes uh, that I think I I I, I want to say I heard Chael Sonnen say one of the running things that he said was when when Oscar was asked who's on the prelims, he didn't he didn't he, he had didn't no know. Idea, yeah. <laughs> I heard so, he wasn't. So they I heard did, he wasn't looking too good at the the press at the conference. Press conference. But if they do that boxing model, you know the UFC model is you know ten pretty good fights. Right. Where boxing model you have you know Chavez de la Hoya, that's, and good, then, that's a good point. And then twenty fights of people you've never heard of. You know, so the boxing model is different than the than the uh, MMA model, and so that you 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 would just see it differently and and maybe that's a, a lesson learned for uh for Oscar De La Hoya. or maybe they can jump to Twitch I see the note on here Sean O'Malley Sugar Sean O'Malley says right now he's making around 4500 a month a month through gaming Chris the producer how does that work so basically cuz this is something Mighty Mouse was doing yeah, also right so this is what Mighty Mouse was doing and this is actually why 1FC got Mighty Mouse is that they're starting their own gaming league with fighters wow. playing games. But basically, you stream playing your game online, and people tune in, like this podcast, to hear what you have to say, but while you're playing this game. And you can get sponsors, and it's very similar to this, but it's live-streamed 
while so you're it's, playing. So you get sponsors and stuff while it's live streaming. That's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And then there's tournaments. So there's like the million dollar Fortnite tournament is a thing right now where it's the best player of this game wins a million dollars. And there's gamers that are making a million dollars a month well, doing this. And well, so wow. yeah. and excuse my ignorance from this now. So Logan Paul and those guys are those gamers? I think Logan Paul is just a vlogger. But he so he's just a if YouTube, he wanted to just start playing games, he'd, he'd make a killing. Make a killing, yeah. Wow. If he doesn't already, but there's some guys. There's the the really popular one is named Ninja, and he's like you can you know buy his t-shirts and they have merch lines and they're man, they're I'll tell you what, man, I'm getting hanging old. out with celebrities like it's it's a thing. They're I'm know, excited to yeah. see a movie they in the call, afternoon, Ray, yeah, yeah. and, and this guy's selling T-shirts. And they yeah. call it eSports now. And so that's one of the interesting things that they call one it is e-sports? doing. eSports? eSports. Hmm. 1FC is making its own eSports league in Asia, and Mighty Mouse is going to be like the the poster. Oh, that's really smart. Yeah. All right, so we there have more revenue coming in so, that way. I'm 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 curious if, if Tito Ortiz or Chuck Liddell or Oscar De La Hoya <laughs> are going to step up into the eSports into the esports world, but it, it it'll be interesting for me, right, to see um, what the the pay per view numbers would be for for that. I know that we we had reported uh, last week that they were going to have a Black Friday sale of fifty yeah. percent off. They ended up canceling that because I guess the the contracts of the fighters wouldn't allow that. I'm sure the fighters were not. That's very the black. ones who did, yeah. <laughs> who who wanted to do. I was the in 50% black and white. Off. We're not doing it. So, so hopefully, hopefully they listen. You want them to make killing for that? It was very well, I, I, very well produced. And it I'll looked be honest, like a movie. And I'll be honest with you: if for nineteen ninety five, I would have bought it. And not that that extra twenty means anything, but it was just principle. Like, you know, yeah, for twenty dollars, yeah, I give it a the shot. The Logan Paul one was ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's a great the, that's model. Genius. I think that is an absolutely great model to just have get get the butts in the seats. More people are gonna be like, oh, for ten bucks, I'll buy this. As soon as you get it, start getting higher, you start losing your your audience. Uh, so, uh, we got some UFC announcements. UFC two thirty four announces that Anderson Silva is gonna fight Israel Adesanya. That looks that sounds like a good one for Adesanya, huh? Yeah, not interested. You're not interested. <laughs> no, definitely not. You think that, but it'll be a good fight. I'm, I'm imagining the UFC is is positioning this to, to really be able to launch Adesanya. Well, you know, if that's what they're doing, it's it's just, if that works, I think that's even more bizarre to me. I, I, would, I think everybody who's in the know knows that that's not going to prove anything, and that in the Adesanya is definitely winning that fight. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't think that they were doing it for any other reason. They have endless role of Silva and endless people mm-hmm. who say, you know, they can have the the Joe Rogan cut of Anderson Silva was at one time considered one of the most powerful yeah, yeah, pound yeah, fighters yeah, in the world. You know, the do, lead yeah. up for it to to watch him uh, slay the giant. Yeah. Anderson Silva's got to go in knowing this, and maybe it'll inspire him to have the greatest fight of his life. Oh yeah. Uh, um, but uh, who knows? Unfortunate news of of Paige Van Zandt's uh, fight against. Uh, Rachel Ostevich is uh, canceled, and uh, and it seems that there was uh, her Rachel Ostevich's husband. Um, there was some domestic violence, and he broke her face in a brutal attack. Man, so nice sending man. you prayers, love, hugs, any any sort of uh, uh, help to get you back, yeah. and and don't worry about your fighting career. Right. Get in a safe yeah. place first. Yeah, hundred well, awful. But right now, I think a War Machine. He's getting the bed next to him. He's actually yeah. making this guy's bed because that's where he's going to end up and where he should end up. Yeah, that's, that's actually awful. That's man. it's it's horrible. It's yeah. it's like it's it's here you are. Um, I don't know what what he does for a living, but but your wife fights for a living, man. And the the mindset, training, and dedication and support that that takes from a significant other is huge. For you to be violent, it, it just well, they're saying he was an MMA fighter, right? Doesn't it say that here. Oh yeah, MMA fighter husband. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Well, it's even worse now. Yeah. Even oh, yeah, worse, no, man. No, no, yeah. That, no, that seals the that, state that's completely. That's goodbye, sir. Yeah. That's no good. And hopefully, Rachel's in a nice, safe place. And we wish you uh, a, a a quick healing. Um, Khabib has one fight left uh, on his UFC contract. If he if he doesn't fight. Uh, Floyd Mayweather somewhere within that contract. He looks he looks like they're gonna try and schedule one uh, outside of his contract if he becomes a free agent. Uh, that's what Khabib's manager is saying. I don't I don't know if the 
I don't think that they realize that the market probably isn't so big for that. I think McGregor, although not the A side of that boxing match, was a tremendous part of, of what made that incredibly doubt. successful. Khabib doesn't have that kind of pull here. From what I understand, Ray, he's like Elvis in in Russia. Yes, he is. He he just he he can walk through Roosevelt Field Mall here, no problem. But apparently in in Russia, he's he's like Elvis. So maybe they could do something over there, uh, and 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 have that kind of uh, that kind of impact. Who knows? Other person with a contract that that uh, that's about up. Daniel Cormier says he's got one fight left in him before he retires. Would you rather see him? Uh, Fight Brock Lesnar, or or would you rather see a, a, a John Jones fight? Uh, oof. you know, only because I think DC will make more money with Lesnar. I think he's been really good for the sport. Seems like a great dude. Gives back to the kids, and you know, he's always done the right thing by the organization. I think forever. I, I'd like to see him make the money with uh with uh, Brock Lesnar. That's the and, guy uh, you want to see. Yeah. succeed and, and exactly yeah you know I, I almost think himself. at this point Jones doesn't even have the earn the right to fight that guy you know I think you just bring him more eyeballs to him and let him prove himself first but I, I I'd go with the Brock Lesnar fight let him make some money man so he could go off into the uh, sunset with with some cash in his pocket get, get one he, he has he has the capability of being one of these true success stories that come. Hey, one of the few true success he's, he's stories that come like out he's of. Squared away. He yeah. speaks well. He speaks I mean, well. He's a great analyst. It uh, seems like he has a couple of endeavors that he can do after this. Yeah, he doesn't. Looks like he's not living above his means. Uh, he made some decent money. Uh, again, he spends. I mean, the last time I talked to him, he told me. I mean, every day he's with those high school kids. I mean, that's got to be a great thing for them too, man. To have a guy like DC around, an Olympic caliber wrestler putting the time in for just out of the goodness of his heart. Now, that guy's a good dude. I mean, even if somebody comes up with something crappy on him, he's still a good dude. He's, he's still, still kicking dude. back. I don't care. And he and he's a very personable guy, man. He's 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 just squared away. You know, he's got it looks like he's got his priorities. It looks like he's got a nice family and uh power to him, man. That's what it's all about. You know, you would think you would embrace guys like that, but you know, we tend to want to get behind the knuckleheads yeah i know? i agree and i saw one of the feedback questions and feedbacks at mmaandbeyond.com if you'd like to ask a question of anybody uh mmaandbeyond.com or you could contact ray longo through ray longo mma and and that's uh ray longo mma on twitter and instagram and uh i'm steve maraboli one word so I did read one, speaking of, of DC, from Alexandra Nowak, um, her subject's UFC president. She writes, who do you guys think should be, who would be a good UFC president when Dana White leaves? I like the idea of DC, but looks like he might be headed in another direction after retirement. I think someone like DC, someone who who has, who isn't just the, the uh, a face of an organization, but can, can lead them to DC could say hey listen this is this is what's good for fighters this is what you guys should be right. worrying about at this stage of your career and this stage see, of your career I, yeah i could see dc as the head of the fighters union i think he'd That's be great like that but that. the president thing i gotta tell you man dana white's shoes are going to be hard to fill fill with that because he was a personality like him or dislike him uh he he made some shit happen i know fertitas were behind it but I think they're going to need, you know, they, they need that Vince McMahon type of thing as sure. that guy. As far as DC, put him in the, uh, as the head of the fighters union, I think he's going to be fantastic. Right. As a president, I don't think he even wants to deal with the right. shit that comes with that. You got to be a little bullshit. He'd be great as a president yeah. of the performance I think he's Institute. a straight shooter. You got to right. be a little bit of a bullshit artist, you know, and if you're not comfortable The modern with day that, Don King. Yeah, exactly. You need a guy like that, a Vince McMahon, Dana White, um... Yeah, I'm trying to think of who would be good for that. But whoever they get, man, they got to come in with some, you know, uh, like a good game plan. Because I, I, it seems like the sport just stopped growing to me, you know. And it, it's not, it, it, it and it, it maybe football did too, but it was already at a point where it was ingrained in the society for 100 years. This didn't make it to that point. They did a bang-up job for 20 years or 25 years. Phenomenal what they did, but... Man, I'd like to see another 25 years, you know, and I think we're uh, 
we're on some shaky ground now, man. It does. It does seem like it, it plateaued and it's making its adjustments. I don't know who a good president would be. I think that that you're right. They need a a promoter. If they can get somebody who who um who can get credibility with the fighters as right. well as the credibility with the public, it would be great. That's always going to be a challenge. Always going to be a, a, a challenge that way. Uh, I nominate uh, CM Punk. Go ahead and. <laughs> Are you gonna fight him for it? <laughs> Go ahead. I would like to point out, I did, I did attempt it. That poor I, guy's never getting that. He 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 went up there. He went up there, but uh, but yeah, something like that. DC would be great for like a fighters union or 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 heading that performance institute. I would love to see fighters organize more, even if they weren't in a necessarily in a union. Organize something at that performance institute where you do something yearly that could help fighters with finances and and planning for after your fight career. Uh, no matter how successful or unsuccessful it may be, planning something financially. A, a lot of fighters have spent a lot of their time refining, improving, enhancing their body and even their mindset, but their lives are are aren't uh, aren't as fine tuned and 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 could use a lot of help in that way because your fight career could take a turn really really quickly ray oh yeah that's that's the bottom line man i think we've seen it with this 125 thing like without even you yeah. being a part of it that's scary to me it's very just, scary if it's I'm just a, over yeah it's just over well, sir we don't need you no more why you know like and then now your options are oh there are other organizations on the other side of the planet yeah. that you can go to well i'm gonna tell you i'm starting to feel it. 15 years from today, 10 years from today, that's where the fighting is going to be taking place. And I'm thinking it's shifting overseas because probably the regulations are a little more lax and, you know, they don't kill you on, you know, taxes and a bunch of other, you know, costs that are really making the sport maybe prohibited and to, to continue. I don't know. Something's, you know, even cable TV, they take 50% of whatever you do. Or I heard that deal was even changing because they they're going to become a dinosaur soon, so... Now yeah. they're scrambling. It because you know? those apps, those apps yeah, are those kicking. Yeah, those apps are killing everybody. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I I think that it's it's evolving. I think that you're right, Jesse. Uh, Jesse writes in uh, her subject is boxing. She says, "Do you think the decline in boxing popularity is a sign that combat sports are losing ground, or is it just boxing?" I think for now it's just boxing, but. But combat sports in general it, are evolving. People want more. People want more in I, everything. But I'll tell you one thing, man. Look, I was a huge boxing fan, and I just everything was MMA and nothing else. I'm back to watching boxing, man. I'm I'm psyched for this uh, Wilder fight against uh, Tyson Fury. I think they're building that up nice. And I was watching boxing last night over buying the pay per view, I, or I could have watched the uh, the China card, you know, because I didn't. Right. I didn't get it in the morning, but uh, I don't know, man. That's uh, I find myself even watching boxing more now. So not completely dead to you. No, not completely dead to me. I I think that everything Jesse's evolving. I think that the the marketplace is dictating more than anything else. We used to have people who were really into this the the uh, keeping the integrity of the sport and that kind of stuff. And you you watch that shift in the UFC for sure. Where rankings mattered, and now it's just really following, and and uh, if you push the needle, that's what matters. And you're watching the evolution of everything, and it goes with everything, Jesse. Not just combat sports. It's it's uh, we used to entertain ourselves watching Gilligan's Island, and and the only thing we'd wonder is how that radio worked all those years without any batteries, right? Like like we we. We would ask those things, and then that eventually evolved to literally having people stuck in an island and surviving, and then voting each other off, and then, you know, and, and that's just the way it works. We used to watch shows that would, uh, you know, people would be on a screen and one person on the couch, and they would describe a date and what their date, their first date was like, and and decide after a half hour if they're gonna go on a second date. And now you have entire marriages built on a TV show, like from dates yeah. to like, and so everything evolves that way. I, mean, I don't know where we're going with this, Chris Reduce, but remember, you know, get smart. The guy has a shoe phone. That seemed like out of the question. <laughs> that, yeah, that you know was what I mean? Like, who would even <laughs> think? You know, now you could look at the person you're talking to the, on the phone. The yeah. cartoon version yeah. was Inspector Gadget. Yeah. You know, and 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 now most of those things. It is funny how. And so, anyways, Jesse, it's. 
everything's evolving, and we'll see where it goes as far as boxing and, and, and fighting goes. You see all those things. But, Ray, you, you bring up the Get Smart and all that. It is funny how all of those future technology shows, and, and while you could see that they had some sort of, like, FaceTime kind yeah. of video like the Jetsons did. They're outdated. They didn't. None of them got the internet. Yeah. None of them. Even in the Back to the Future uh, where, where they go back and forth, they had uh, a fax machine. They had a, 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 a digital fax machine that, ca- that printed out on the TV, but none of them captured the internet, the idea that, that everything would be instantaneous like that. None of them, Chris, the producer. What none do you know? You've lived in only a planet yeah, that has exactly. internet. <laughs> you don't know the struggles of the Dewey Decimal System, sir. I don't even know what that is. I, how dare you. <laughs> PT writes about holiday eating, Ray. Oh, Writes, I've eaten too much and need to get back into working out, but only seem to keep eating. Any advice to get back in there uh, before Christmas? Yeah, <laughs> just get back in there. I mean, just make <laughs> up your mind. Tomorrow you're going to do it. I don't care if you have to read a book, let something inspire you, listen to a tape. Uh, I, I don't know, but just you got you to gotta just go right back to it. Definitely I'm, I'm don't ass- listen to yourself yeah. because you're the one that's keeping you out of there. Yeah, I'm assuming you were, were working out before you started eating, so... It's it's really I'm not saying simple, but it's just as simple as just start work out tomorrow. Just start, get going, get the wheels going in the right direction, and hopefully that builds momentum and you'll be back to where you were. It's like driving stick shift, man. You know the the most difficult gear is first and reverse, right? Like it, from going from zero to any forward motion. After that, it's kind of loosey goosey. So you can you can uh, you just gotta like yeah. Ray said and, get in and, there and find out what motivates you. You know what I mean? Like there's got to be something. Like one of the because and I'm telling you, I'm talking from experience. When I go off the rails, man, this the, the what I could say. I get right back on. I just I don't know why, but and even the other day, Weidman comes in. He's I think I weigh like I think he told me he weighed two thirty two. He might be heavier. So I said, get on the scale. I think I had a bad couple of weeks because of the traveling. So I think I'm going to be close to him, and we go back there, and I'm, I'm, I got on that skin. I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I was like, wow. I mean, my pants don't feel any da- – I, I got to tell you, that was probably a week ago. I'm already down about six pounds. I mean, like that that I needed. I needed to see that because in my head, I was about – I was a good eight pounds off of where I thought was going to be bad, and I was willing to <laughs> accept that, but I was, I almost, I was almost in tears. <laughs> Uh, instant call PT. To I mean, but uh, but I'll tell you one thing. Man, I got Nadell. I got off that scale and I started working out and I haven't stopped since. And I, he just texted me this morning. I go, give me till Wednesday or Thursday. I'm back to normal. So, <laughs> I gotta... and that's exactly right, PT. You just gotta you just gotta get into it, man. You gotta uh, not listen to your 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 mind who keeps craving bad things. I do it myself also. Just. You just have to go in there. Like I was just telling Ray he's got to call Jenny Nadell. I actually called Jenny Nadell and said, hey, listen, I got to. <laughs> well, this is true, I, though. I mean, if I'm, I schedule with her, I know I'll do it. I'm saying when I got off the scale, she was there waiting for me. <laughs> so I guess without her, I probably would have just walked right out the door and did nothing. But, uh, yeah, that's the other thing. Get a workout partner if you can. Have some accountability. That might help. Uh, it certainly has helped me, man. I can't. Uh, I don't know, but just get back in there. Yeah, we, you yeah. and I have discussed this. I think on and off the show, on having a, someone there to work out with, yeah. and, and and for us, it's and that's not easy. Jenny, man, it's you not, know, but it's she, not, she doesn't stop. You know, she doesn't stop. And I'm, listen, maybe in 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 her moments in her head, she's she would have stopped oh, yeah, if, maybe, if, yeah. if if I wasn't standing right exactly. there, ready that's ready because I need it. Because Jenny's also a giver, so even if she's exhausted and you yeah. need. Because I know I had recently contacted her before this jujitsu tournament, and I was a little bit in a panic. Yeah. And uh, I contacted her, and and she was busy and exhausted. And there's what Jenny says: "Hey, I can be there in a little bit." Yeah. And and I said, "No thanks, I got this." It was out of my own irresponsibility. Yeah. I got this, but uh, but someone having somebody like that in your life, uh, PT, would be fantastic. If you don't have someone in that in your life like that privately. Hire someone. There's 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 great trainers uh, everywhere. If you can get to, if you're anywhere near Long Island, Jenny Nadell for sure, for sure. Again, feedbacks at mmaandbeyond.com. That's mmaandbeyond.com. You could also reach us through Instagram, through Twitter. 
does does that mean Beyond have an Instagram? Yeah. Oh wow. Does it really? Well, that man Beyond has an Instagram. Oh, that's no. where I saw the hat. That's where I saw the hat. All right, my How bad. How come I didn't see the hat? Because nobody cares about the hat, right? Here, you didn't. Oh really? Oh yeah. You, you saw 100 percent of the people who own that hat. Wait, wait, nobody. Just being part of the schnick, yeah. He's got to know there's an Instagram too, no? Yeah. <laughs> come on, man. Hey, come, come on, on Ray. We're, we're dealing with that. You guys were never asked to be a bartender in a movie. You're a whole joke we were doing over there. here. You're talking to an almost star. An almost yeah. celebrity. And yeah. you can also hear Ray, uh, speaking of, of, of superstar, you can also hear, hear Ray, who is the superstar of the Anik and Florian podcast. Uh, you could hear that every Monday. At, they post later in the afternoon, uh, definitely before evening. It's a, it's a good show. And Ray Longo. Killing it on that show, buddy. You're my you're, you're my favorite segment on that show. What's going and on? And especially in that your show. interactions with uh, with Kenny Florian. It's just funny. We got just, some good I stuff. I think you coming. make him laugh, man. Oh, no, I think that I'm saying that you're show like a changed. Cartoon character as soon as I can see him, his face, and he starts laughing, it just motivates me. You know, when I when I couldn't see anything just on the phone, it's a little different, but. Uh, it is funny. They're great guys, man. So, do, so are these are these guys you just built a relationship throughout the years, or is is it? Well, Kenny, I know for a, a long time since he's been fighting uh, in the UFC, and uh, obviously I was close with Mark Delaglia. Not close, but you know, Mark, but Mark's a really good friend, and uh, John, you know, just John's just a good dude, man. Conscientious, hard worker. You know, he announces the fight, so he gets to see me and Sarah acting like imbeciles. Right. You know, during the <laughs> During the course of everything, and, uh, you know, he just approached me one fight and said, man, we're thinking of doing a podcast and doing this minute, and, you know, when I, I you know, he was very, really nice. We're not going to torture you. We don't even have to talk about fighting. I'm like, dude, I'm in. I mean, I'm, I'm easy. I'm in. And uh, they've been great. It's, it's It's been a lot of fun. Attic and Florian Podcast, you can check them out on uh, Monday night. How often when you go, when you're at fights, do you have other fighters kind of pull you to the side and, and ask your opinion about things? Is that is that something that happens often? Because uh, I'll tell you I'll tell you the reason I'm asking. Yeah. The reason I'm asking is because even I train at a gym in New York City. Yeah. Even at that gym that isn't far from your gym. Right. When I tell them uh, I I work out at Longo's or I do a podcast with Longo, they'll say, "That's so cool, you know that guy." Yeah. Right. And yeah. so that you know what you know what no it's for that that's good right until they meet me that one time and then <laughs> you never hear that again that's, that's it that's they, they, they talk to him one time and they go I got to get the fuck like, away nah. from this guy <laughs> this can't this can't be the guy I'm listening to the, it can't be true yeah. but do you get do you, I imagine when you travel and you're seeing people not only who who are aren't within a train ride of you but people on the other side of the country who would love to have an opportunity to pick your brain does that does that happen often? Yeah, I'm going to say it happens, but a lot, a lot of times it's the coaches we talk about. You know, you know how do you deal with uh, you know a lot of losses here and there, and you get on a roll, and uh, you know, uh, you know you got three guys fighting, and two guys win, one guy loses. You can't be happy for everybody because you got you know. I mean, but we we discuss uh, like coaching stuff. I think with a lot of guys, there's a lot of great coaches out there that are just really good people. I like seeing and. Uh, and then every so often you get the fighters, you know, they're not, a lot of guys aren't going to, um, they'll more ask me questions about myself. Like, how much longer can I keep going? <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think Henry Cejudo said that to me, like, what? how much longer do you think you got? Uh, <laughs> Henry, as soon as I get that first uh, social security check, I'm gone, buddy. And that's, that's probably in like eight months. But, uh, yeah, stuff like that. Nothing, uh. I'd have to think, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a good community, man. Everybody's bullshit. And we have a lot of fun, and uh, it's good seeing a lot of guys. So, do you yeah. think that the future, not just the UFC, do you think future organizations do have some sort of fighters union where that might open the opportunity for them to communicate with coaches and and maybe ask you what you think is good for fighters and that kind of stuff? Do you think that that will exist? I got to tell you, man, I, you know, that, it's funny you say that. And I know, I don't think we've ever talked about this. And I'm, I'm probably going to screw this up. But I did get approached a couple of months ago. It was going to be like a closed forum just for, like, coaches to interact. And That's awesome. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I don't know whatever happened to that. I'm, I, I'm hoping I didn't screw that up. So 
because I suck on, you know, the emails and responding, <laughs> but yeah, they were definitely trying to put something together like that. It was going to be that like a, be almost like a, what do they call it? Not a, like, not brainstorming, like a think tank, I think. That's the way it kind of was pitched to me. I said, oh, I'm willing to do that. You know, another big bother, you could answer questions. If not, you know, it doesn't have to be like, it's not going to be a lot of pressure. And I go, no, it sounds good. I think know? having a think tank like that, not just for the UFC, yeah. but a coach at a fighter's union, for me, would have a coach's union. I yeah. would be... Uh, Look, there's we, we're all... When I speak to other coaches and stuff, everybody's experiencing the same stuff. You know, it's not, you know, nuttiness is universal. Oh, I'm sure. You know what I mean? There's no... Uh, well, the, it, I, and I think it, it, it's, it, it helps when they hear it from me or I hear it from them and, you know, and then it's, all right, I'm not crazy. You know what I mean? I think that, you know, there's a lot of that right, going right, I'm on. not crazy. Yeah. We're yeah, all yeah, crazy. Right, right, you know. You know, are you still holding the mitts for everybody? You think, uh, you know, my reflexes are slowing down a little bit. How you doing with that? And I asked, you know, I mean, it's all that type of stuff. Yeah, that that, that 100% happens. What I think it would be great if, so when you study when you study tape, and, and this might be more of a business idea for the UFC, to have those to have a cameras positioned at at several angles throughout yeah. the fight, and for coaches to be able to log into that particular be great. set of cameras, so you can not only see the do study tape on fighters and fights, yeah. but see it from different angles, yeah. and also from from a business perspective to have. Uh, an MMA fighter in 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 say Minnesota who would never get to Long Island to talk to you, never mind have yeah, you yeah, analyze yeah. a fight, to be able to give you access to a fight and say, hey, you know, I'll pay your team X Y Z dollars well, if I you can look at this really idea. quick that's and just analyze idea. this fight for me. Yeah, that's a great idea. I would do that. Yeah, hundred percent. That's a great idea. It's funny because uh, not that it's it's close though, but years ago, a buddy of mine wanted to start a a website called uh, Fighter Spy, where, you know, you had all the guys' records. Because back in the day, like if Matt fought, you know, we'd have to call up somebody and go, can you send me a DVD of his fights? <laughs> right. You know, there's no, nobody's burning fights yet or doing any of that crap. Or you had the one computer geek that could do any, right. could rip it from here or there, but nobody else could. But So he wanted to start a website where, you know, you have, you know, almost like what a... Uh, I'm assuming it's almost like was like a, what Fight Pass was, where you have just information on you know knockout ratios oh, wow. and yeah, yeah. And this is going like ten years ago, before there was really anything. So it didn't sound that good back then, but it really was a great idea. You know, so for the coaches to go there, and if you got a fight, you could get instant, you know, uh, yeah, but you, analytical stuff. Analytics. Yeah, It's like what they, when they're calling a fight and they got the guys in the truck and they're giving them, he hasn't been knocked out in seven years and, you know, all that type of shit. Yeah, that, absolutely. You know. And to make that available. So I can go online right now and let's say I want to brush up on a, abnormal psychology course. Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. go online and do that from Yale. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. And so wh why, if I'm a fighter, can't I throw a few hundred dollars towards the law right, MMA or, right, right. or towards XYZ gym and say, hey, Ray, could you just look at this fight and give me some pointers? You yeah. know, ah, that would be amazing for everyone. It would yeah. be an amazing opportunity for some people to have, an amazing opportunity for some coaches and, to have who, I, who do have visibility. Yeah, and I got a... Call from a guy that a manager said, you mind if it was a high profile guy who I happen to love, but you know, can you just talk to him? Just, just, and from out of state, but That's I always great. loved it. Yeah, and I just really just told him what I thought. I think you got to go back to your roots and you're, you're getting kind of getting away because you're falling in love with this. But you know, uh, the guy was an outstanding wrestler, but obviously like throwing bombs, but. You know, and that was it. Yeah, but he said, "Can you can you just talk to him?" I said, "Yeah, hundred percent." You know, so did that rhyme with Buck Chadell? No. Oh, that's right. Just curious if you were if you were behind that one. No. <laughs> behind that adjustment. <laughs> no, it's it's so funny the amount of technology we have, and in this industry. What you what you're seeing within the fighters being frustrated, the coaches being frustrated, the managers being frustrated, but the organization making the money, it's the only. It seems like one of the only areas where uh, the organization seems to get it. They seem to be putting those 
uh, there's proverbial asses in the seats, and if not, not taking big losses because they're not giving pay, having yeah. big payouts. They're being really smart about it. It's everyone else that isn't connecting and realizing that this industry has that, that you can have these tutorials, you can have these things that would actually be good side money. Uh, someone wrote in about uh, it being a a uh, a business. What I, what I see? Oh, J- yeah. Janie, Janie or Janie Swain. Uh, she writes, do you guys think UFC needs to stop looking at itself as a fight promotion and more of a sports organization? I think that it's, for me, Ray, I think it's a media organization that happens to specialize, specialize in combat sports. Yeah, I never really thought of that. I don't think it's a sports organization at all. I think I think that it's a media organization, and that's why they have expanded in, in the platforms of how they get it. Their biggest paydays are coming from ESPN, from Fox. Those are all media engagements. I think they are a media company that specializes in combat sports. Very interesting. That's the way I would look at it. Are you excited about the ESPN deal? Do you think there's going to be changes with that? Does ESPN bring anything to the table that Fox didn't? I think from a business perspective, yes, you can say our fights are on ESPN. From a fighter's perspective, the same way you could say I'm fighting in ESPN 25, but yeah. you could still say I'm fighting on ESPN. I think from a business perspective, it's it's okay. I think in t- until they start getting more stories out on the fighters yeah. and and doing those type of things and 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 making those better known, maybe because there's ESPN, you know XYZs now they have so many more ESPN channels. Maybe they'll be able to have some that that uh, that can individualize on on the fighters themselves. I, I'm I would be excited for the fighters in, in yeah. that sense. Yeah, I mean, I just I I hope it works out. You know, I really do. I hope I hope that the fighters win. You know, I I it, you it's hard it's hard to for me. I I can't imagine for you, for me who just trains at a gym yeah. with these fighters when you see what they put into the. When you see it, like it's you want them to win. That's why even with the Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell, I'm throwing in sad. I'm throwing in all those words and also saying, hey, but they went into their gym and they worked out and they they put themselves out there. When you see what these people put their bodies through for the the most of them, the small amount of money they make. um, Well, I think that's the other thing. Good. Not to interrupt you, but. You see other fighters training with these people in other organizations that are making a tenth of what they're making. You know, that's the other thing. But that's not, you know, I think the beauty of it is it's not stopping them from working hard because they love and they have a passion for fighting. So, And there's some uh, great stories. And if if ESPN or UFC and ESPN can capture some of those stories – I think that it, it would be it, it would be a, a, a tremendous kind of like they did with the Ultimate Fighter where they try to capture those stories a little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. but finding a different way to do it. See now they're gonna have to change that up because they, they, that well looks like it's run dry. And you know what's funny? I still watch that show. I might be the only guy, but I mean I still I do watch the show. You know, it, it's funny that you would watch it. Even though you see, you see what fighters are like, right? You know, well, I'm not. Watch, I'm anyway. watching for the fights, though. Right. I mean, I'm um, kind of fast forwarding through the other shit, you know. But I like watching the fights and see who's up and coming and who, you know, uh, and and a, and a little bit of the storyline, not nothing crazy, because you know whatever. But even on this this season, I had a couple of wacky dudes on there, you know. But not like it used to be, man. Where you know. There was always that one guy you wanted to see just get the shit beat out of him. <laughs> right. you know, I, they did build that. And they would cut that shit up where you wanted you you, you, you wanted yeah, right. You exactly. were emotionally invested in that. Yeah. The the caliber of fighters has definitely gone up as far as just in general the the caliber of fighters to this day. That if you're in the UFC, you are an elite fighter. Right. Um, and it'd be interesting. I think along with the ESPN deal, it'll be interesting to see what the other organizations do Bellator, uh, what they do, what what they do with uh, One FC, what what they do. It'll be interesting to see how they. I think twenty nineteen will be a very trying to one up each other because they have to compete for. for I, the think, I think I think Bellator is content doing what they're doing. I think they found their niche. They whatever they're doing, they're they're happy. I don't know if 
the UFC could say the same thing if they're happy. You know, well, the I mean? UFC doesn't have the. It, it, they can't be. They have yeah. to. They have a bill now. They have to pay. Yeah, right. I mean, so it's, they they lost happiness. Lost when you when you wrote a four and a half billion dollar check. Your right to be happy is gone. Now you have to be in the black, and so that's that's where uh, th- that's where their challenge becomes. But it'd be interesting to see for for uh, for twenty nineteen uh, how how this pans out. Hopefully the fighters. The fighters win, and, and hopefully the fans win. I yeah. like I like to see great fights. I like to see them promoted. Uh, I like to be enthusiastic about it. And, and yeah, yeah, you know, one one interesting thing that uh, I don't think I told you yet, but uh, so Suzaki, I don't think is with the UFC anymore. So he's out, but he's gonna fight in Ryzen in Japan on uh, New Year's Eve. So it looks like I'm spending my New Year's in Japan. Which I think what? is pretty you cool. You did not it's tell me cool. this. Yeah, yeah, this I, is, no, this. Uh, I just uh, wow. I hope this is okay to even say, but yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. I think that's so, a quick turnaround. Yeah, that's a quick turnaround for him. I, but you know, it was a quick. Yeah, I love that guy. You gotta love that guy, and it, that should be pretty cool. And then the manager's telling me that it's a tradition in Japan to go to a like an MMA event. So it, that that arena holds thirty seven thousand people. I think it's a Saitama Arena. Oh, there it is. That's it. There it is. And that's actually the card that Mayweather was supposed to be on, but that's not happening. I don't think, right? But instead, um, Ray Longo will be there. Yeah, oh, but thirty-seven thousand sold out already. Is it on? It's again? on again. Wait, what? Really? <laughs> yeah. It's still on here. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, so he's he's got a he's got a fight. Cause it's and, in Japan, uh, man. I'm just saying, I can't. I don't Did know you just say happened. it's all in Japanese <laughs> for real? I can't tell if it's still on. Kidding me? <laughs> of course it's in Japanese. Of course. <laughs> this is what we're dealing with here, right? This is, uh, boy, is this that is a pom pom <laughs> on your head? That's a panty <laughs> on your a, head, it's isn't it? Ja- it's in Japanese. <laughs> well, that would be a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Russia. Russia, Japan, Japan Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Shawnee, Oklahoma. <laughs> what a nice place. What a Cheap cost of living down there. Simple. Simple. It's simple. So the first night I'm there, just to give you an idea. It's just that if the wind sounds like a locomotive, something bad is about to happen. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an idea of the cost of living down there. So I get to the hotel, they don't have my bags, I'm stressing out, there's nothing to eat, it's one in the morning. You know, they have the the little places with the snacks next to Sure, of course. You know, I'm you know, I've been doing good, so we'll consider that a cheat day. So I get two little bottles of water, a bag of peanut M and M's. A Snickers bar, or what I think is the healthiest of the crap of that's there. So two little bottles of water, bag of peanut M and M's, a Snickers bar, and a bag of Planners cashews. In New York hotels, that's one hundred and twenty-six dollars. Yeah, what do you think I paid? Ten bucks. Three fifty. I think hilarious. the guy's fucking with me. I'm like, wow, is he waiting to say, like, you know, you must have made a mistake, sir. <laughs> <Right. laughs> I got a damn bag each. of peanut right. M&M's here. It's like $7 <laughs> right. in the, back in uh, peanuts are at the Tropicana. Like, $3.50. It's fantastic. $3.50. I don't think, what can you get for $3.50? Robbed. You know, <laughs> I mean, diabetes, obviously. <laughs> diabetes. I had a freaking <laughs> peanut M&M's and a Snickers bar, but... How crazy is that? I, Chris, I, could, I couldn't spend more than 15 bucks on a meal, and the, and the food was good. <laughs> it was awesome. good. No, I'm not kidding. I was tipping like Oklahoma. a, I was tipping like a, like a cowboy yeah. down there. the show down there. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing your cowboy hat. I got to tell you, man, it was very nice. Very, and then I'm sure they nice. got a kick out of your accent. Oh, I stuck out like a sore of course I, did. I, I couldn't do anything without somebody... Quizzing me on where I was from, man, that didn't. That was that was everybody. Yeah, you did not blend. For it was a big sure. tipper down there, though, huge. Oh, of course. Oh, it's like this is crazy, man. Three fifty. I said the meal was only the meal was fifteen. You're tipping us fifteen. I go, trust me, I'm saving I got, money. I'm still saving money. <laughs> I love it. That's hilarious. Brother, great to see you again. This was big. This was big. He's doing good. We're doing good. We got to get some. Who's the big? We got some big guests coming up on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned in the next couple stuff. of weeks. We do. We do. Yeah. And, and and don't forget to check out Ray at Ray Longo MMA. You could also visit their website, LongoandWidemanMMA.com. If, you're, if you've got those New Year's resolutions, if you're looking to, to join a gym, consider LongoandWidemanMMA.com. 
got trainers, gym, equipment, classes, kids' classes, wrestling, martial arts, MMA, women's classes. We got everything in there aside from incredibly adept professionals. Uh, and I'm jumping in there every now and then. You might see me sweating or getting beat up by somebody <laughs> in there. So make sure you check out LongoneWidemanMMA.com. You can hear Ray on the Anakin Florian podcast. Although they never, John Anik and, and Kenny Florian, ever plug our show, I want you guys to know that I plug you every <laughs> week. That's right. Every <laughs> week, guys. And I, I am a listener. Uh, you can check me out, Steve Maraboli. It's at Steve Maraboli, uh, pretty findable fella. And if you're buying supplements, onit.com, use our promo code MMA Beyond, um, and you'll save 10%. Plus, you'll help out our show. So thank you so much, folks. It's MMA and Beyond. We'll see you next time.